fucking dark. Ah, welcome to another episode of Trans Tasman Gibberish. I'm your host, or one of them, Matt, and with me, as always, is my great mate, Adam, who's not at his best today. How are you, mate? Shit ass. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a short podcast. Thanks for asking, Whitey. Um, yeah, look, I've been stuck in a Queenstown room for about 48 hours, <clears throat> so I can't even fucking talk. 48 hours as sick as a dog with the flu and sweats and aches and shivers and all that sort of shit, so... Uh, Queenstown's been a wonderful place uh, so far with the curtains drawn as you just draw your curtains uh, open them up, the, sorry Just turn the light on Oh, you turn the light on I thought you yeah. were opening the curtains and just I trying did, to piss me off I did the Belinda Carlisle <laughs> you know, baby leave the oh. light on for me Oh, I love, oh Belinda Carlisle, yeah. how good was she? What a great sort Oh, for a what redhead a great sort. Um, Anyway <laughs> Hey, what are, your top, what are your top five redheads? Go <laughs> Jessica Chastain's number one. Who the fuck is that? Jessica Chastain, Molly's Game. The oh, Martin. yeah, she's good. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Sorry, I'm she's a big, good. Yep. I'm a big fan on Gillian Anderson, Dana Scully. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman? You a Kidman fan? Oh, I don't know if she'd be in my top five, but it's. I'll tell yeah. you what, it's a, it's a small sample size, isn't it, really? <laughs> Absolutely, it's tiny. Uh, who, who was the, who was the the one in like the nineties movies? Oh, what about the supermodel nineties supermodel Angie Everhart? Oh yeah, she she's, was good. She's a great yeah. sort, and I'm yeah. fairly certain that the curtains did match the drapes there. Oh, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure she, she was, definitely she was, had red dangleberries. Yeah, she was all natural. I don't think she had any dangleberries. <laughs> she would. She, she she definitely wouldn't after I was finished with her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then you wake up and changed hands. <laughs> Fuck <Correct>. me. <laughs> uh, mate, I, 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 I got another one. I got another one. I don't mate. mind Karen uh, Gillan, who is the girl who is Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's also in the new Jumanji movies, and she was also Amy Pond in Doctor Who. She's not a bad Oh, Amy sport. Pond's good. Yeah, that's yeah. how I know. You said the first yeah. two, and I've got, I got no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. Amy so Pond. Amy Pond. Amy Pond. Oh, yeah. she's, yeah, she's a good sort. Uh, you've got a better thought I'm process getting, than I do. I'm getting stuck at four, though. Is Julia Roberts? Is she no, a redhead? No, she's, she's a brunette. Oh, is she? She's a brunette. I'm sure there was one... I'm trying to think of the movie she was in in the 90s, and she was quite a good sort, too. She had. She always wore really red lipstick. Oh, I can't remember. It's red done. hair, red lipstick. That helps, doesn't it? That yeah. really narrows it. <laughs> Jeez, you're, you're, look, I apologise in advance, listener. Uh, Adam's Adam's not, you know, at the top of his mm. game, but right. he 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 started the conversation and hasn't answered one yet. So no, well, I asked you the question, so don't yeah. ask it back. No, that's I've all. got a top four, and I'm sure that I I may think of a, a, a fifth, and I'll let you know. All right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you what else. Tell you what I hate. So I went, I went to Tank because this is probably the first thing I've eaten for a while. I just got like a, a fully green sort of smoothie. Cardboard fucking straws. Are they the oh, worst things in mate, the world? They are the worst. <laughs> and like, and I get it. I, I get we're trying to save the planet from plastic, and plastic's no good. But seriously, invent something else. Seriously, be better. And it's like having like wooden utensils as well. I hate them. They're so awful in your mouth. Anyway. Oh, I going. can't eat wooden utensils. Mm-mm. I'm actually now, my, my mouth's going a bit mental thinking about it. 
<laughs> I agree. No, I agree, man. That's okay, I've got. I, I've done some cheating, and I've gone online. I got another oh. red. I got. I got another redhead for you. Oh, okay. Let's go. What about? What about Christina Hendricks? Do you know who she is? Nope. So, <laughs> fuck, you're good. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm, I'm looking her up too, so I can look. She was on Mad Men. I'm pretty sure. Uh, she's all right. Yeah, she got. Uh, if you get a full body shot, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, Isla Fisher's my favourite. Uh, actually, there you go. Isla Fisher. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And Emma Stone's Definitely. not too bad either. But uh, yeah. yeah. She's all right. But no, Isla Fisher, especially when she's in um, Wedding Crashes, she's awesome. Very good. Very good. She's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, there you go. There we there go. go. Yours is on my- there. Gillian Edison, 55. Yeah. yeah. Is Lindsay Lohan a well, I think I think they cheat, and they're saying people that have uh, dyed their hair, which are, you know... I think the way to test is they, they have to have red pubic hair. If they've got red pubic hair, yeah. then they're redheads. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. There we go. It's been decreed. Yep. That's it. That's been decreed. <laughs> Everyone has turned off. Uh, Adam, give me your first uh, piece of news. I'm sure it's from... Uh, .cock.anz or whatever you do. It is. Um, and it's a really quick one just to start because it's an old news item that we had. Remember the uh, uh, spat that the batch owners in Tyrell were having with a skate park? And oh, the, yes. They tried to get the Auckland Rugby Club to you know get all their signatures to, uh, to try and get rid of this skate park. Well, guess what? Logic won. has won. No. Oh. The locals won. And it says 30 years spat with batch owners over skate park won by locals fighting for their right to shred. <laughs> How good is that? Oh, it, mate. It's bloody, that's bloody good. That's really, really good journalism. Thank you, Doc. That's Anna Marie Quill. Well done. I love that. And, and look, I don't need to go any further. You know, it involved dirty tricks and bribery in inverted commas for Tyrua's Corey Park. Uh, park domain but in the end the rich people lost the locals won the world is right thanks for coming well done well done there's one to the shredders one win <laughs> one win for the real people okay Absolutely. look I, I, this i got a really interesting one like you probably out of anyone that i know are the most are the person that is most appalled by woke culture I'm up there, I'd say. Yeah, you're in the top. You're in the top five redheads, right? Uh, so now we've got... This is another one which I find baffling, is that Gen Z... Who I find baffling... I don't even know what Gen Z are, but I'm pretty sure they suck. Yeah, what is Gen uh, Z? It's, it's after Gen Y. Gen and, Z. I'm looking and, it up. But now... Okay. The heading is Gen Z behind push for sober dating venues. So, what? I don't know how you went as a young man, but the only reason I got anywhere with any women was because of alcohol. Yep. Now they're going to take that away from us and say... You got to do your best work uh, sober, which no one does. No, I would. I would like to get an idea how many people had sex with a partner or with someone the very first time sober. 
<laughs> I would assume it's a very, very low percentage. <laughs> and now they want to say, well, you know, I want to get to know you better over uh, lemon, lime and bitters, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. But don't expect that we're going to be their best. <laughs> When you need us to be, if all we've had is a couple of Diet Cokes. No, absolutely not, Whitey. Um, It's fair to say that the pub or the club was the the fishing pond, if you want to call it that. Um, I wouldn't have even spoken to a girl unless I'd had four two-years-old or Burbion and Cokes under my belt. Uh, There's no way. I was a bit of a shy guy. I did like the piss, though, uh, more than even talking to girls anyway, so that kind of helped. Uh, well, I just... think, but I think that's part of the allure, right? Mm. Is that Because uh, I never liked the mate that was going out specifically to pick up the chicks. No, or to, or no. Or to be the player. I thought he was a bit of a dick. Yep, so arrogant wanker. Pref- yeah, yeah, so I much preferred the guys that were more about the beers and the boys, and then the girls generally just happened because of that yeah uh, and they, they would have been about four chardonnays in too or probably a few more and yeah. i think but 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 for, for the story are you saying they want like but don't they have cafes they can fucking go to or yeah, they, want, they want more places that are no or low alcohol uh to to, to date in so but, it's, 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 this trend has highlighted the need for alternative first date venues as almost two-thirds of no-low drinkers avoid traditional first date venues such as the pub. So what they're saying is that... Okay, hang on. So what they're saying is we need people to build areas because we don't want to drink soft drink at the pub. Ah. Oh. Who anyway. takes a first date to the pub anyway? No, you I take them to a restaurant or the movies. Yeah. Or play fucking ten pin bowling. And Cash don't drink. Of, yeah. I mean, yeah. fucking... Look, I'm the perfect example that you don't have to drink to have a bit of fun. Absolutely. But I'm... Fun guy? I am extremely miserable most of the time. As, as miserable as I am now because I can't go out drinking at a conference. Yeah, that's this is that. it. This is it. <laughs> I just... Just... Why do they complain about this shit? Just go and do something about it. Stop fucking whining. I don't know, fucking idiots. Gen Z. Gen I, fucking... Should be Gen I, W for wanker. Seriously. I don't know. Fucking that's my kids. idiots. Oh my God. They're my kids, by the way. Hi, I love your kids. Don't listen. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't think any Gen Zs will listen to us, so... Well, they meet all online anyway. Apparently, they talk over the TikToks or the fucking Snapchats, and they don't even go on dates. They just talk on online. Anyway, fuck, I don't know. I don't care, to be honest. Move on. What do you got? All right. <sighs> fuck, here we go. So, Cam... This is rnz.co.nz. Cam... I don't know... Hey, my quiz night attendees disgusted over groups Ku Klux Klan costumes. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Did this happen uh, in New Zealand? Yeah. 
Um, a fundraiser in Kmart. I don't know where that is. Sorry, it's in New Zealand. Last night left attendees it's in feeling... It's in Mississippi. <laughs> Mate, it's where the burning crosses are. Left attendees feeling outraged and disgusted after one group dressed as members of the Ku Klux Klan... Uh, as part of a costume comp... I mean, fucking seriously, guys. No, okay, stop there. Mm. Even I know there's a line that you get to with dress up. <laughs> Mate, so do I. Don't There's a massive good. line. It's not good. It's not good. Fuck it's, it, Dark. It, it, it's... It, uh, do you know... And look, I won't read the whole thing out, but I read at the time that no one actually said anything to them when they walked in. Like, no one actually said it wasn't until a bit later that people thought, well, that's a bit weird. New Zealand, be better. You should have looked, you should have gone straight up to them and gone, get the fuck out of here, you stupid cunts. (laughs) I mean, fuck me. Yeah. Their name was, I'll tell you what their name, I saw what their name was, like, Clue Klux Klan, as in, they were at a quiz night. Oh my god! Something like that. Uh, the, and look, we don't have to go on about this one, but seriously, there are lines in the sand, like you said, mate, and this is just not good. It's not good. Yeah, I'm. I'm without words. I'm speechless. I'm without speech. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Listen to this. One even carried a petrol canister. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with these people? Mate, only in New Zealand. Only in New Zealand. Seriously. Uh, I've got to say, was was the petrol canister full? Because that's expensive over there. It's over three bucks a litre now. It's yeah, that's ridiculous. Expensive. That's an it's expensive ridic- dress up. Yeah, it is. No, I, I don't uh, know. If, but... if that had happened here in Australia, they probably would have been bashed to within an inch of their life. I oh, think. absolutely they would have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've got standards in Australia, right? Yeah. You know, for such a for such a country that thinks that they're not racist, <laughs> come on, New Zealand. Just face up to it and try and work it out. So Seriously. it's interesting on this subject that... Did you hear this week how Bradley Cooper, you know, the actor Bradley Cooper, of a star? Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yep. How he's he's now directing and starring in a movie about um, the the famous composer, I forget what his name is, but a Jewish composer. Right. And now there's some people that are upset because he's wearing a fake nose and it's they're calling it Jew face. Because he's using, he's wearing a fake nose, which makes him look more Jewish than he is. Because he is not Jewish, so they're calling it Jew face. Oh my god! What's the like, world coming to? I know. But, but can I ask you a question though? Why does he? I know it's a bit of makeup, but why does he need to wear the nose? I mean, does the nose is that really important with the it, character? It makes him. It makes him look. It, it makes him look a lot like him. Well, that, so look, if it it's, makes it's, him look it's, more it's like Ber- him, it's Leonard Bernstein. It's Leonard Bernstein is the guy, right? Yeah, uh, that he's that he's portraying, right? Okay, and he's got a prosthetic nose on, hmm. uh, which makes him actually look a lot like Leonard Bernstein. Okay, but there's uh yeah, but the the whole <laughs> it's now Jewface, right? Yeah, look <laughs> again, where where's the line here, right? Because you couldn't. 
well, back in the day they did, but you couldn't now do a movie on slavery in the US and get a bunch of white people and paint their face black, right? Okay, so let's You can't stop, do that. Let's stop you there then. So where mm-hmm. does that put Tropic Thunder? Oh, which is fucking Robert hilarious. De- exactly right. So, was that racist? Yeah. <laughs> oh. God, that was a good character too. I, it, mate, it was such it's a great brilliant. character. And I think he's actually he's it's not <clears throat> racism, it's it's more affection. Yeah, so so that's an interesting <laughs> now that's an interesting point, right? Where where's that line between humor and not humor? When's a joke funny when it's not? But when's it also affectionate and when when it's not because you know they also talk about cultural appropriation like the 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 new zealanders always go on about how people try and do the haka for example but and i and and look i understand there are some deep rooted um cultural whatever you want to call it for the maori but i think the more people that try and do it or even know about it is a good thing for the culture as well so there's a real fine line i think between culturally appropriating stuff or so for example can, can a white person do hip-hop right would you not say that's potentially or can you have a black person riding a skateboard so what's what's cultural appropriation i th- cultural appropriation for me is if you copy something that's really good why is that bad aren't we supposed to be more inclusive here well that's what i think or is that's it just that that yeah I, I don't understand the jew face thing made me laugh <clears throat> It's ridiculous. Jew face. He's acting. Ridiculous. We're going to get to the stage now where it's going to be... It's almost becoming this way where uh, that... If if the movie has someone that is mentally uh, challenged or, or, you know, or Down Syndrome, that that it's going to have to be played by someone that is Down Syndrome or it's going to... Like, you couldn't do Rain Man now or you couldn't do... Forrest Gump now or something like that because that would be you know there's someone that would be I guess living with that that could play the role apparently it's a joke the whole thing's a joke oh, for, for, the, the, the whole point is especially for that genre or industry it's acting acting so they're acting, acting. Yeah. yeah yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, not um... taking the piss if they're taking the piss out of it in a right way that's fine but if they're taking the piss and being assholes different but this is acting for a movie on a on a biopic on a, a very fucking well-known Jewish guy. I mean, come off the grass, seriously. I don't know. I don't know where this is all going to end, mate. It's going to end in fucking disaster somewhere along the line. And I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Let's get on to another story. I'll just, I'll go apoplectic and fucking get the shivers again or something. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Is it my turn? Uh, no. Um, you know it's my turn. You oh, did, it's your turn. You did, oh, you well, hurry up. Okay. Here's a big one. We all wanted to know, Whoopi Goldberg addresses her sexuality after Raven Simone says she gives lesbian vibes. Who cares? I know. I know. This is why I'm doing these ones, because they're amazing. So, Whoopi Goldberg was put on the spot when her former The View co-host... Oh, yeah. admitted she was attracted to the actress who gave her lesbian vibes. What now, does that mean? It, now, this is, this is what's funny, right? So, apparently, 
She's Whoopi's addressed the rumours about her sexuality after this girl claimed that she gave off lesbian vibes. Raven Simone, who's another actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Whoopi says, women, women have been asking me this for as long as I've been around. She, I am not a lesbian. Right, the sister okay. act uh, star said. But she does know lots of them. And she has played lesbians on the television. (laughs) So she's like a VIP, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So Goldberg, who's now 67, added she's had several lesbian friends who she's had to set boundaries with in the past. Right. Right. She tells them, I'm not going to kiss you. So just like, stop it. Just back off. Yeah. On the other side of the fence there, please. But Raven Simone, who starred on The View for two years, brought up the topic of Goldberg's sexuality when she revealed her own attraction to the former co-host. Right. Right. So apparently, it was more. It sounded like it was more out of hope. <laughs> yeah, because like she it. was attracted to her, so she's like, "I'm sensing some lesbian vibes, aren't I?" Can you imagine if a bloke said that to a woman? I mean, seriously, they would be fucking slated. Yeah. You're giving me heterosexual vibes. What do you reckon? I mean, fucking hell. Yeah. Why is sexuality such a thing still? Who cares? Who gives gives a fuck? Seriously. Who cares if the guy fucking cleaning your car is a fucking raving trans fucking no... Well, I don't even know what they fucking them are them. Who gives a fuck? Move on with your life. I don't care. Fuck off. Whoopi, I reckon Whoopi should have just said none of your business, and you can go fuck yourself. I reckon. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Anyway, just, why is it still a thing? I just don't know why. We've been going on about this gay thing and they thing, and tra- I'm still using the word transvestite. Everyone can get fucked. Transvestite <laughs> is still a word. Ah, oh, fucking hell. If I, say, if I say gay and I mean happy, I mean fucking happy, all right? Um, I can live in the 50s if I want. Um, but, you know, why is it a thing? I don't, ca- I don't care. I don't care, Mr. Shopkeeper, what you are. I don't care, Mr. fucking owner of this company, what you are. I don't care, Mr. Actor or Mrs. Actor, what you are. Just fucking live your life and get on with it. Fuck off. Next. Well, you're up. <sighs> You're up. Fucking hell. I'll tell, right. tell you what I have done, people. You're welcome. I've managed to pick a couple of stories that's sending an already not well Adam Strang <laughs> over the edge. And we're not done yet. You know my wife loves me doing this podcast because I get all my anger out in this one hour or 40 minutes and then yes. I'm really good for the rest of the <laughs> Well, no wonder you're pestering me to do it. Are we on? Are we on? Are we doing it? I'm about to burst. I'm about to burst. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like me as a 16-year-old. Stuff.cock.nz, bringing the heat. I just want her to play mum's fight for low-vision daughter to play hockey. So... Here we go. A visually impaired Rangatiki... Fuck, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm so sorry. Rangatiki student says she is desperate to play hockey, but her school won't let her on the turf because of her safety concerns. Stella Port, 13, has been around the game. She lives and breathes since the age of two, following in her mum's and siblings' footsteps. Get to the point, you stupid article. She was born with a variety of... (laughs) 
She was born with a variety of disabilities, including low vision, and says Rangatiki College is refusing to let her play the sport she cherishes. Now, she's a goalkeeper, right? She's been playing since eight, never been injured, and is happy to sign a waiver because the school's saying it's for safety concerns that they can't let her play. Yep. Now, Whitey, if she signs a waiver and she's good enough... Fucking play. That's okay. what I think. Yeah, I agree with that. My concern is, if I'm playing hockey, mm. I don't want my keeper to be blind. <laughs> like I said, if she's good enough. Okay, so <laughs> if I'm up there and I'm whacking it away and, and, and going well, and I know that every time the ball goes back there, that it's like a 12% chance she's going to fucking save it. Fuck off, kid. I don't want you in my team. Yeah, and do you know what? She has. To, if she signs a waiver and wants to play, she has to be treated like everybody else. Yeah, they. That's uh, what I think. So, do they just strap her to the goal? Like, put her arms and her legs at the goal, like in the Mighty Ducks? <laughs> Remember they did that in the Mighty Ducks to uh, the keeper because he was scared of the puck? Uh, yeah. Right? And, and they just strap her to the goal, and then when she saves it. it <laughs> ah! Yes, well done. <laughs> or you can, or you can put on rollers so she rolls across. Oh, far out! Look, but in I, say, like in saying that, like <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think that if if she wants to play, she's going to sign a waiver. Sign a waiver. I don't understand why she would have to sign a waiver, but in this day and age, I get oh, it. Mate. But if she wants to play, let her play. I agree. Yep. And if the team is quite happy having a blind goalie, that's fine. Yep. Let her yep. play. Let her play. I mean, in this article, they talk about human rights abuse, and it's not. It's just come on. Let's let's be logical about this, right? But there's, again, there's no logic, right? There's absolutely no logic. Um, no, the world is devoid of logic nowadays. Oh yeah, far out. There's no, tr- there was no. Tr- I was watching something this. What was it this morning? I was watching. Hang on, uh, stop, stop there oh, for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I just w- use the word devoid. It's a good word. Devoid. Yeah, yeah devoid. It's a, it's a good fucking. It's word. void with a dirt in front. Yeah, it's devoid. Devoid. Oh, I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna I've, write that I've down. I've just given myself half a bar. I've just written it down. My job is over the next week to use devoid. Use devoid. Use devoid. And then, you every know, day. I think, did we mention before we started this podcast that we were going to try and have a word of the day that we had to? Was that? Oh was that no, no, no! But we should. That's a we fucking should. great idea. Okay, maybe, maybe from next week we're going to have a word of the day. And not only that, I think then we've got to let the listeners try and decide or the listener oh. Tash Tash you have to uh, or, or Snap Fitness mate your mate from Snap Fitness anytime no not Snap not Snaps not Snap any, sorry, Anytime sorry. Fitness Anytime Fitness uh, Tommy from Anytime Fitness no Mark uh, okay Mark Mark from uh, Mark from Anytime Fitness uh, you're going to have to guess what the word of the day is when we use it that's a good uh, idea and if, and if you guess it well done Yep, well done. Yep, you it. might get a thumbs up on the socials well when when um, Whitey I'll puts the name, socials I'll up. I'll get your name right next week, uh, Malcolm. Yeah. From any time, and uh, if you get the word right. Oh God, devoid. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, this is I now devoid. This this <laughs> podcast now devoid of any substance. Yes. Uh, well, it's been devoid of substance <laughs> for some time. Oh God, your turn. Okay. Go, so I've, got a couple, I've got a couple more. So your okay, turn. Okay. Well, now. I'll do one, and then we can finish off with your two. Okay. But here cool. we go. Here we go. Right, let's do it. The heading is. They take photos if she wasn't eating salad, and post it online. Is it what they t- sorry say that again. Sorry, they the take- headline is yeah. They take photos mm-hmm. if she wasn't eating salad, and post it online. Right. Okay. And then and then it is. Eventually, she found it easier not to eat. A dad has exclusively told Kidspot Oof. about the salad shaming. That contributed to his daughter's eating disorder. What? What? Please explain. Okay. So then it, it says, Dad, I can't believe it. I can eat here. These are the words that left Dad of four John with a mix of relief and gratitude. His teenage daughter had just moved from a private girls' school in the heart of Sydney to a co-ed school in the country. Right. where she finally felt she was allowed to eat at morning tea and lunch without judgment from her classmates. Mm, okay. So, what, what, But what were they... They were judging her for n- not eating salad or eating yeah. salad? Yeah. For not eating salad? Yep. What? So they were being judged no matter what. A couple of years prior, when she was just 15 at her all-girls school, Sasha's friends started becoming obsessed with what they and others were eating. The teens would sit around in a circle and judge everyone's food. And if they weren't eating salad, it became a bit of a joke. Women are worse than blokes, mate. Seriously. Mate, you know what? They are. Fuck it. Can you out the school? No, they they haven't said the school. If she was eating anything other than salad... Her friends would make small comments or take Snapchats or photos and paste and post it on social media, and it would go around on online chats. Well, uh, fucking hell! She eventually found it easier not to eat. So, well, first of all, they're not her friends. They can go fuck. They're yes. not her friends, right? Yes. Yes. Secondly, if that was me, I would have bought the biggest steak to fucking school every day and said, stick this up your ass, you fucking cunts. Yes. But, I get it, she's a 15-year-old girl, she's not going to think like a 48-year-old bloke, right? The, these, the, Same. Um, the, the, but is this... A, I can't talk on this one now. Is this, but is this, is this learned behaviour from parents to kids, or is this what kids learn in their social environment? Uh, my gut feel would say it's social. Yeah, that's what I think. And my gut feel would say that there's one fuckwit that starts it and the others just sheep along with them. Yep. Uh, I feel sorry for kids who get, because that's a form of Really, if you want to boil it down, that's a little, that's a form of bullying, right? That that it's that's one hundred percent bullying. Um, oh, I just feel sorry because, uh, yeah, it's it's shit. This is why the fuckwits start. 
owning, oh, owning, you know, being CEOs of massive companies or being politicians. They start in the schoolyard by fucking ganging up on other people and getting people to to back them up. That's just yeah. a fucking great example. Yep. I told you I was finding stories that would trigger you oh, today. Tick me off. Good on it. Good on. Good on it. Why did, did they say why the parents moved to the country or whatever? Good on them though for for doing they moved it. And... The, yeah. Well, they because of that because she she eventually oh. got an eating disorder. I didn't want to go too. I was only going oh, top level. Fuck. She she became quite unwell, but she's she's on the men now because she was able to move to a school where you're allowed to eat a Mars bar. God. Hey, do you know what? That's fucking great parenting just quietly. So congratulations, parents, and congratulations, that girl, for getting out of that fucking mental state and and getting better. I think that's wonderful. Absolutely. Well done, Adam. What have you got? Not that anyone gives a fuck what I think. Um, I want to... There's two kind of... I've done a little bit of sport today. (laughs) Never a true true word spoken. Um, No one cares what I think. Okay. Um, so I want to. So I've touched on a little bit of sport. I want to talk about this um, Spanish um, <clears throat> uh, football boss's kiss on the um, woman player in the World Cup. Oh, have you not heard I, about I, this? I haven't heard about it. No. Oh fuck me! I thought you would have. It's been ev- even I've seen it, mate. Really? So basically, what happened was so that this, as you know, the Spanish won the World Cup that I don't give a fuck about, right? So that's yeah, great. Yeah, I watched the second half. So they, oh, so they go up on stage. The Spanish go up on stage, and the Spanish football president. Yeah, have a look at have a. I think you're looking it up now. Spanish I'm football president now, yeah. gave her a kiss on both cheeks, which is very fucking European, and then grabbed her both cheeks and gave her a big smooch on the lips. Right, she was. I don't. She was the only one that that was done to. Yeah. Um, now. Well, she scored the goal, didn't she? Or. Was oh, she was one, she the one? Oh, I don't know. If Hermoso. Uh, hang on. No, I think it was Hermoso missed the penalty. Ruby, Ruby Alice, 45, kissed Hermoso as he handed the Spanish team gold medals. He kissed other players on the cheek or embraced them. Now, what? Now, which... And that's gone viral, right? Because of yeah. the woke where we are. And look, look, it was probably a little bit inappropriate, right? I get that. Yeah. So he's apologised, right? And even the woman player who said she was a bit surprised and all set and all that is now kind of playing it down, right? And going, well, you know, he probably didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. It's nothing. But the PM of Spain has come out now and said, insufficient Spanish PM blast football boss apology over forced World Cup kiss. Now, the, the, the Prime Minister wants him to... He's apologised, right? Yeah. And it's been accepted. Now, but the PM's come out and said that's not good enough. So what's yeah. good enough now? What? Yes, he did the wrong thing. We all, we all, we can all see that, right? He's apologised for it. The PM's, the Spanish PM's come out and said that's not good enough. What's he supposed to do now? What's he supposed yeah. to do? Well, there's nothing. Well, uh, they're they're going to go for his head. You watch him get the chop now. That's exactly what I think is going to happen, right? Yeah, you watch I, him get the chop. And do you know what? I I don't think he. I don't think he had any untoward feelings or things about it. I think he was caught up in the moment, did it. If that, if look, put it this way: if I'd done that and done that and got, oh, about a second later, we're going, oh fuck, that wasn't the right thing to do, right? Yeah. But I think he was that excited. I don't know what would have happened if the Spanish president of the football association was a woman and did that. Would would anything be said about it, mate? Craig Foster, uh, Craig Foster, the Aussie soccer dude. Yeah. 
He's already come out. This is horrific. He should be stood down immediately by FIFA and the Spanish FA. And he's going to be. He's definitely going to be. See, again, here it's women in sport are daily subject to an extreme power differential, objectification, harassment, sexual abuse, and an absence of agency and power, Foster tweeted. So... He is was, such a fucking feminist, that bloke, though. He is but, such a feminist. Well, I think he's a he's a disruptor, uh, yeah. Foster. He's a disruptor. But, yeah, right. So, yeah, I, I don't know where I sit with this. He's an idiot. It was stupid. He, he actually said in the video where he apologised, um, he apologised and acknowledged he surely made a mistake, but... Made the mistake in a moment of maximum effusiveness. So he was that excited. Yeah. He made a mistake. And I know he said, when you are president of an institution as important as the Federation, you have to be more careful. He gets he made a mistake. Yeah. Can't we make mistakes today in today's day and age? Can't we make a mistake and be better people for it, learn from it, and move on? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, people can't apologize or and, and have it just be over. If, look, if he'd done it to me, because, you know, I've been in the position to win a World Cup before um, and unfortunately lost. If the um, president of the institution had done that to me, I would have I would have looked sideways at him. But, you know, I wouldn't have made a big deal out of it, right? If it was a man or if it was a woman? Either either. Oh, if it was a woman, I would have tried to slip the tongue. But if it was a bloke, um, I just would have looked a bit sideways. No, no, I'm trying to make light of it, but he's... Can't we? Can't we? As we're human beings, we're all going to make mistakes. Some make bigger mistakes than other. He didn't kick her in the in the crotch because she lost. You know that would have been a bit worse. But you know, it's let's let people make mistakes before they get cancelled. Is what I'm trying to say. They're allowed to make mistakes. And he's apologised. So, but then I've got a quote here from her later on on Sunday. The RFEF released their own quotes from Hamoso. And this is from her. It was totally spontaneous, mutual gesture because of the immense joy that winning yeah. a World Cup brings. Hamoso was quoted as saying, The President and I have a great relationship. His behaviour with all of us has been outstanding and it was a, gen- a natural gesture of affection and gratitude. So she hasn't got a problem with it. So it what's the problem? A gesture of friendship and gratitude cannot be gone over so much. We have won a World Cup and we're not going to deviate from what is important. As long as she doesn't have a problem with it, and she's accepted the apology, let's move on, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. just move on. Do you remember when Tom Brady, um, they were doing a like a bit of a bio, biopic's my word of the day, on um, on him um, showing him in an off season, and he gave his, I want to say, eleven or twelve year old boy a kiss on the lips. Ah uh, yes. And it went and it went fucking berserk, and I'm like. What's wrong with that? Yeah. He's a, it's his son. Yeah. They love each other. What? Anyway. That was do you, interesting. Uh, do, you, do you still uh, show any affection to your children, physical? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hug my son I'll, I'll, ne- nearly every day. I reckon I give him yeah. oh, oh, if I don't I want to and that's probably in my brain but I definitely give him hugs and encouragement and you know and I, and I love the guy he's a, he's a great guy my son you know and my daughter oh, used to always give she used to still greet me at the bloody front door if she was home 
when she yeah. was 18, you know? Yeah. Um, so absolutely, absolutely. And, and I've always done that with my wife as well. We've always shown affection. And I, th- I think that's really, really important because, you know, it, it, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than getting a hug, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. 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 Do you All as right, well? well? Do you do uh, the same yeah, with your no, kids? Not so much probably with Luke. Uh, yep. But oh, my daughter's nine going on ten, so she's still very affectionate. Uh, yeah, which is nice. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I love hugging my son. He's a, he's a he's taller than me and way bigger than me now. <laughs> so it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic change. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I love it. I love it. He's, yeah. No, I probably do need to give my son a, a, a bit of a hug. But he's a bit fun, of a man. dickhead too. He's a bit of a dickhead. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> who does he take after? Well, definitely after me. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. Hilarious. All right, let's um, give us your last one. Give us your yeah, last yeah. one. I want to talk a bit of rugby league, right? Um, Ooh, like t- two things. The two the two contentious things that came out of the round last week. One is the Nickel Klockstad um, hitting of Garrick, because I know you're That's, a Manly supporter. <clears throat> that was a fucking joke, but continue. <laughs> um, should have definitely been a penalty. Is my is my view? Okay, so they talk about player safety, uh, safety, player welfare. Yep. yep. The NRL have actually come out and said, well, you know, he was never put in a dangerous position. The guy has a fractured back. The oh, guy no. is out for the season. He has a fractured oh, no. back. Now, oh, no. I've never understood how a bouncing ball warrants not being in the air. Yeah. That's it dumb. is the most fucking ridiculous. What I saw. He did not need to take his legs out. No. It was it was done on purpose. It was yep. absolutely done on purpose. And look, I think that Garrick dropped the ball on purpose too to try and milk something. Yep. He should have held onto the ball because he had the ball in his hand and then he let go of it. Yep. Under circumstances like that, there's no way that should have been a knock-on. No, absolutely not. The NRL every week find different ways to a Call me. They are a fucking... <laughs> ri- they're just ridiculous. Uh, uh, listeners, um, he is rocking. He's that angry. Oh, it's... Why is he rocking? And, and, you know, it, it, made, it may have made very little difference to the end result. The Warriors probably would have won. But yep. it was 22 all at the time. Yeah. And they score because Ruben Garrick... Cannot run to cover the tackle. Yeah, that's right. In the next set, the the NRL are appalling. But, but how how do they get this stuff wrong? I mean, they've got a bunker for God's sake. Every week that, they get it wrong. They hide behind and they hide. They're hiding behind a rule that I've got no doubt in the off season will now change because of, of course, this. Of course, it right. Will. They are so fucking reactive to everything they do. If you want to talk about player safety, the referee should have blown the whistle and gone. The player was in an unsafe position, right? Regardless yep. of what the rule is, and that's yep. a penalty. Yeah. Simple how as is, that. How is it not a dangerous position when he's two metres in the air and lands on his back? How's that you know not what dangerous? People, people were saying, oh, he didn't need to jump in the air. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> You've never played footy then. Oh, uh, mate, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. Fucking hell. Well, that leads me to my second one is around um, uh, one of our favourite 
players. Are you going to um, talk about Latrell Mitchell now? Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about okay, Latrell Mitchell, mate. Go for right. it. So... Do you know what's happened this morning? No, I haven't heard. What's happened this morning? So Sam Burgess has been axed as assistant coach of South. And John Morris? Well, not yet. It's only come out oh. with Sam Burgess, but it's happened, and it is purely because Sam Burgess wants to hold people accountable for the performance that they have on the field. <laughs> Did you see his performance against Newcastle? Mate, shocking. I mean, I think you and I would have put in better effort to get across and tackle players or or back up when there's a break. I mean, and that... Sorry, I, I watched NRL 360 last night and I've listened to some podcasts since he did that elbow to the soft tap to the back of the neck. Sorry, guys. And they're all going, oh, you shouldn't have got... You should have... Worse should have been a fine. Shouldn't have, nothing in it. I'm sorry to say he had an elbow. It's it's actually lucky nothing worse happened because he intentionally went down and tried to smash him with the elbow. This is what happened with um who's the big guy that uh, not fell off a sofa? Solifamona, um for Melbourne Storm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, remember him was it this year or last year was just slamming people's heads into yeah. the ground he wasn't yeah. getting anything he was getting like two weeks yeah if, there's a lot of people getting weeks out suspended for accidental stuff but this intentional stuff like Latrell Mitchell tried to do on Tyson Frizzell that needs to be rubbed straight out of the game I don't care if it was a love tap in the end it was an intentional elbow to the back of the neck or head of Tyson Frizzell he should have got six weeks for that definitely he shouldn't play again this year. No. Hopefully he, he won't. play again this year. Well, but I can't believe your Gordon Talises and your journos are all saying, oh, there's was nothing. It was a love tap. Oh, well, that's this not the, the point. This it's the attention. This is what I... This is my take on it. And you'll hear more about this on officially underqualified. Okay, cool. My take is that there's such a level now of entitlement in sport because... The players get paid way more than anyone else. So the coach is a second-class citizen when it comes yep. to the importance in a uh, in an institution. So in the club, yep. the coach is so far down the pecking order. That needs to change. Yep. There needs to be that the coach is the one that is safe and the guy that's being paid a million dollars, if he's shit, gets told he's shit. Yep. Now, what happens is it's, and we'll use, we can use Josh Schuster as an example. We can use Tavita Pangai Jr. as an example. We yep. can use Latrell Mitchell as an example. These guys get these massive deals and become shadows of themselves because they don't need to play anymore. Right? Yep. Up until the point that Latrell Mitchell got this massive deal from South Sydney, he actually played most of the time. He'd play maybe. Three out of five games, he'd have a crack. Now he has a crack for twenty minutes out of a out of a bloody month. Yeah, right? it's bullshit. And yep. until they change the pecking order in a club, that the players are not um are more important or less important than they need to be less important than the people that are, are managing them. Yep. it's going to be the same because all that'll happen now is that. The assistant coaches will get the sack. Demetrio knows that he can't police them, so the inmates are running the asylum. It's bullshit, and it's happening yep. all the way down. 
you cannot coach kids anymore. You cannot do anything. You cannot discipline them anymore from a sport perspective because, well, you know, you, you just can't. You're not, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to tell a kid that he has to perform better. You're not allowed to tell a kid that, well, he didn't play that great. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's entitlement. Yep. It's fucked. Latrell Mitchell is... He should be dropped the same as Josh Schuster has been dropped. The sad thing is, is that... And I'm going to bring this back to Manly and Josh Schuster. <coughs> Josh Schuster played... Was dropped to the bench last weekend. He played 26 minutes. He made no hit-ups. All right? What? He missed two tackles and he made one error in 26 minutes. They ripped him off. They're now dropping him to reserve grade. They extended this guy. He's on a $3.2 million contract. That contract is going to cripple Manly. Oh, it is. They will not, they're going to end up having to pay half the contract for him to go and play elsewhere. Saints. And it just, probably, and it just shows how fucking inept uh, administrations of sporting uh, organisations are. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to say the, the club's have got to be held to account as well. They've got I'm, to grow you, some you, balls and fucking say you are not worth that. We are happy to let you go yeah. because you are not actually worth that. Now, if, if the West Tigers or St. George want to pay you 800 grand, but we're only going to pay you 500, good fucking luck to them. Good luck to them. The, the clubs have to try and play chicken with the player agents. They have oh, to. I just... I just think that this, and this is this is part of the problem, is there's actually such a dearth of talent. There's another good word. Dearth. Fucking that, the, D, the D words. Yep. That the clubs panic and think that, well, oh, this guy's got potential. Yeah. Schuster was paid not on performance, but on potential. Yep. And half of these guys are being paid on what they might be able to do rather yep. than what they have done. Absolutely. Now, they should have let Schuster go. If I'm South, I'm cutting. I'm cutting Latrell. He's not worth it. It's a no. you, Culture has to come first. And the Absolutely. problem is, there is no culture. If you watch... I've been watching... Um, uh, what's the, the show? Uh, Hard Knocks, the NFL show. And okay. these guys Hard are Knocks. getting paid uh, Hard Knocks. And it's you can see, watch it on YouTube. Okay, and it's uh, this year. It's the New York Jets. Now Aaron Rodgers has gone as the oh, quarterback of the New York Jets, right? So they'll go right. But it's all about they've got they get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> these guys, yep. yep. But it is all about culture, right? Yes. And yep. it doesn't matter what you're being paid if you are not performing, you will be dr- drawn over the coals. You can't. Right? But you yeah, can't. And it's, and it's and I just don't understand. They've let culture just become a secondary and thirdary thing like it is not even in the top tier it's not even the mm. top five redheads culture right <laughs> that's why um look you know i'm a, a, a massive bulldogs fan right and we haven't had the best of years this year but i can see what they're trying to do at that club they're trying to do the culture thing they're trying to get rid of the players which aren't buying in to what yeah. they're doing they're bringing in players like your Liam Knights and your Blake Tafts and your Takiahos, not on big money either. They're not. Mm. They're not buying players on big money, and bringing players in 
that I think are going to buy into a culture that Sorolla wants to do. And I know it's going to be a slow burn for us. We're trying to bring some juniors like Blake Wilson in. The, but they let Avrilo go, right, who's been one of our best players for the past three years, because they said, you're not worth... What, 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 did, what did Dolphins pay? They paid a lot of money for Avrilo, right? They paid a shitload of money. And the Bulldogs just went, you know what? We really like you, but you, you're, about, you're worth about 150 less than that. So... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I look. Don't get me wrong. The Bulldogs are still fucking embarrassing. Sometimes, don't get me wrong. But I think I see what they're trying to do there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Let's, um, let's hope it works for my sake. Um, mm. I did have, I did have one last. I know we've been going for a while, but can I just? Oh, should I mention it next time? Go for it, mate. Well, you you know, you know how Kyle Turner died. That Rabbitohs player. Uh, he's out in the country and died, and yeah. that. Yeah, absolute tragedy, absolute tragedy. But do you know what I'm sick of with these um, pe- people who die, uh, commit suicide, should I say, and they're celebrities or people that are known or are put in the paper, and they don't actually say they committed suicide. They don't actually say how they died. Yep. Now, this is starting to piss me off because it's obvious what happened. Just say it. Yep. Just say it in the j- journalists. Just... Grow the balls and call it like it is. We are not fucking stupid. We know how they died. Okay? Yep. Yep. Just tell us and let's face the fact. We're trying to be open and we're trying to get blokes to talk no, but more. The, the way, the way they get around it, the way they get around it is at the bottom of all the articles they put. Yes. I know. Lifeline. Blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. I agree. Come out and say the reason we've got a problem is because people aren't talking about it. Uh, 100%. They should be saying he committed suicide. They should be saying, you know... He had anxiety issues or he had anxiety issues or whatever it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. please, because it is getting worse. Since COVID especially, it's getting worse and worse for blokes and women. And we need to face it and help each other out and ask for help. And we just need to keep talking about it. And don't be afraid to say the words. Just fucking say it like it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... That's yep. that's what I wanted to talk. So, but it's a fucking any any one of these things is a a fucking tragedy, really, because it's a it's just a fucking waste. Yep, I anyway. agree. I, I I agree, mate. I think that um, we want people to to talk more and, and communicate more, but we want to hide behind the shroud of secrecy when it comes to when people actually do commit suicide, and I think it should yep. be. Yeah, you know, and look. To be honest, you know, as soon as it was released, the day he died, of course, like that suicide. We didn't say that he died of cancer or no. from a, a farming accident. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So that's obvious. They're so, just treating I mean, us, uh, treating us as fools. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry to bring that on a somber note to, at the oh, end of the podcast. What, uh, it's, it's, it's been a good podcast. It has been. It's it's been um, you know <laughs> quite self righteous. Uh, Adam's come. Way out of oh. his skin from what he was uh, in the in the pre-production mm. meeting, and, uh, and and I'm sure he's uh, he looks like he's about to go and head and have a little nap. Little I'm nap definitely nap. gonna go hit the bed and have a sleep. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> watch Dirty Dancing. Get I'm that into watching, you. I'm not watching. Dirty. So just list, listeners, bo- so born to watch. Now I love finally born. found someone. Oh, Stand by stop me. Stop singing. But don't don't. What are you going to do with that coat hanger you're holding? Oh, don't do Just... that. I love... So, one of Whitey's um, other podcasts is Born she to Watch, which is awesome. Shut up. 
And um, I always, I'm always, with the Matrix, I'm listening to the Matrix, which is the one now, and then they decide that they're going to do Dirty Dancing next week. I said, there's no fucking way I'm wasting that time with a shit soundtrack that he's singing right now. So there you go. Feel the breath in my face. But listen to all the other Born to Watchers, guys. Her body close to me. God. Can't look in her eyes. Do you think that coat hanger's Patrick Swayze or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's he's dancing He's dancing with a coat hanger. Just a fool to believe I have anything she needs. God. All right, on that note, people. <laughs> she liked the wind. All right. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. We shall uh, do it again next week, and I'm hoping Adam will be recovered from his head cold and, uh, and fighting fit. <laughs> Thanks, Whitey. Thanks, listeners. Rock on. Share it to your friends. This is Trans-Tasman Gibberish. Out.